Welcome to the Detroit Lions Morning Rounds. You can also find this segment on the Detroit Lions on the Prowl YouTube channel, so check those guys out. All right, let's talk about Trey Flowers and Jared Davis. Trey Flowers injured his right arm in the game. Let's take a look at the play. Here he is, right defensive end, number 90. Bangs into the offensive lineman. Hard to see what happens, but he's hanging his right arm down after the play. You can see his right arm over there. Take a look at that again. Really impossible to see what's going on in there. But definitely some kind of right arm issue. Let's take a look at another angle. There he is, number 90. Puts his right shoulder, arm, and elbow into the offensive lineman. Possibly his elbow gets caught there, right there. Maybe his wrist, hard to say. So here he is after the play, getting checked out by trainers. Now what you see here is they're not checking out his shoulder or his pec. So that's good. They're checking out his lower arm, possibly around the wrist or elbow area. Now he had a listed wrist injury going into the Falcons game two weeks ago. However, he was not on the injury report last week going into the Colts game. I think there's a pretty good chance this is a re-aggravation of an existing wrist injury. However, Matt Patricia did say on Monday that this was a new injury. If this is a new injury, it could be a wrist or elbow issue, but I still think there's a pretty good chance, based on his reaction as well as where they're examining him, that this is an aggravation of an existing wrist injury from previously. Trey Flowers is on IR, which means he's out for at least three weeks. Matt Patricia did not suggest that this was a season-ending injury, so that's good news. So probably some kind of mild to moderate injury to the wrist or elbow area. All right, now let's talk about Jared Davis, who was placed on the COVID reserve list today, Tuesday. I'm recording this Tuesday night. It's uncertain if he tested positive or if he was placed on the list due to being a close contact. If he did test positive, it's also uncertain when he tested positive, whether it was the Monday morning test or the Tuesday morning test. Now, the first thing the NFL does with any positive test is to try to deem it a false positive. They rerun the original test sample as well as do a POC, which is the rapid test. If both of those are negative, then they may go ahead and deem it a false positive. So what is the procedure here at this point for Jared Davis? If he's symptomatic, he's out for 10 days minimum. He can't come back until he has negative tests and is asymptomatic. Now, if he tested positive and is asymptomatic, he could actually be back within two or three days if two negative PCR tests return 24 hours apart. 
So if he tests positive on a Tuesday morning, he could test negative Wednesday morning and then Thursday morning and then return as soon as that Thursday morning test returns, which could be Thursday night and definitely be back by Friday. So look for him to possibly be back for Friday's practice if everything goes well and best case scenario happens. Now, if he's deemed a high risk close contact as asymptomatic, he's actually out for a minimum of five days, longer than if he actually tested positive. So keep an eye out for that. That might cause him to miss the Sunday's game against the Vikings, depending on when they start the clock. Now, last week, Brandon Williams of the Ravens was out for five days, quarantined for five days due to a household contact being COVID positive. So we got some precedent here. We don't know for sure why Jerry Davis is on the COVID list. If it's a close contact, he's out for five days. If it's because he tested positive, he could be back within three days. The silver lining of Jared Davis testing positive is he gets a 90-day exemption from further COVID tests. So if he did test positive, he won't have to get tested for the rest of the regular season and maybe not until the Lions go to the Super Bowl. There are other Lions who also got a 90-day exemption this year, including Matthew Stafford, Justin Coleman, Kenny Galladay, and TJ Hawkinson. All of those guys had positive tests. Now, I know some people think that Stafford's test was a false positive. However, Dr. Sills, the NFL chief medical officer, labeled it an unconfirmed positive, which is not the same as a false positive. It's more consistent with an isolated true positive. So most likely he did get a 90-day exemption as well. Two other guys, Isaac Nauta and Oruwariye, also were on the COVID list early in training camp. It's not confirmed if they were positive or not, but there's a decent chance they were. Those guys all went on the list in early August. Now it's early November. So those guys are all going to start getting tested in the next few days, if not already. So keep an eye out for those guys. Feel free to leave comments on my YouTube channel or find me on Twitter at Jimmy Liao MD. Thanks.